0: DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. We're joined right now by Utah State football coach Blake Anderson. Aggies headed into their bye week after the back-to-back games with Boise State and BYU. Coach, good morning. Good morning. So, Coach, we have talked to you multiple times this year both after wins and losses where the game you saw on the sideline wasn't exactly the game you saw on film. Sometimes it's for better, sometimes it's for worse, and I'm I'm curious after you watch that BYU game again if you think the same thing you thought when you were talking to the media Friday night or if you've tweaked some of your evaluations.
1: No, it's about what I thought I saw on the field, just a big physical team that, that kind of manhandled us at times, and we tried to use our speed and quickness to to dig our way back into it and got got it to a seven point game late in the fourth which is really all we we ever expected kind of you know we knew it was going to be tough all night they're built really really well they're huge physical that's why they won the games they've won and the way they've won them but uh you know we we use some tempo we use some speed some quickness out in space to to battle and, and got it to a seven point game just super disappointed that we we had a bus that, that gave up a huge run and, and just put it out of reach for us there late. I'm um, encouraged and discouraged at the same time. Encouraged that we were able to play the way we did against them. They are right now just so much bigger than us, really on both fronts and honestly on the basically everywhere on the field, even out on the edges, much bigger, much stronger. We got to recruit and develop, uh, you know, to to, to really kind of close that gap. Uh, we just, um, you know, that, that's something that's going to take a little bit of time, but. Also, super encouraging how our guys battled to get it to a seven-point game, be right where I thought we needed to be with, you know, nine minutes left in the game. Uh, I thought that our conditioning and just kind of our speed and quickness might be enough down the stretch. But, man, they, they're they just big and ran over us and, and get the big run, and then we, we just weren't able to mount uh, the comeback leg.
2: So you talk about that recruiting. I'm not sure what the rules are these days because things have changed. But is this an important time for you with the bye week to send your coaches out? <laughs>
1: Yeah, we'll get on the road this week. You know, A lot of it has is, is been done, but, but this is that, that week that you have time to get out and actually go watch a kid play in person, swing by the school, check on grades, maybe watch some kids in person that we're still making decisions on, still trying to fill in some gaps in the recruiting class. Now that we know our roster a little bit better, uh, you, you kind of know in spring, but you're playing yourself. Now that we've played some quality opponents – just seeing where maybe the holes are for next the next two seasons uh, in situations maybe a, a freshman in high school won't necessarily come in and fill those spots immediately. So we're, we're trying to, uh, to make sure that, that moving forward, we've got a great group of young guys we can develop, but also maybe some uh, plug-and-play type opportunities as well. And this next few weeks will be big in that area.
0: So with the transfer portal, how much is that changing recruiting? Or you don't worry about the transfer portal now, you go and recruit the best guys that you think are right for you, and then you just figure out the transfer portal stuff later. How does that work?
1: Yeah, the transfer portal, I don't think that picture is real clear right now. You know, guys are still playing. I think I think you know most of those kind of decisions are made late in the year, if guys are going to stay or not. We're just trying to fill the best class we possibly can. And and obviously we'll keep our eyes open to see if, if we see a, a guy that we do think can come in, a veteran player that can maybe impact us at a position that we're either a little bit thin or maybe injury or graduation is going to hurt us. But you just don't know those – you don't know really those answers right now because most people are just dedicated to trying to finish the season. Uh, that will change, uh, I think, as the season comes to a close and some guys are, are seeing maybe the handwriting on the wall that, that a, a new environment, maybe uh, stepping down a notch, or maybe even some guys stepping up a notch, uh, that, that it creates a better opportunity for them. So we'll we're we'll just kind of have to keep our eyes open as that develops.
2: I'm wondering, Coach, how the junior college transfer athlete rec- uh, plays into all this as far as recruiting, because obviously that used to be a critical component, but how much has it changed now with the transfer portal as far as getting junior college kids?
1: Yeah, I think some people are still taking them. The trend uh, has gone away from that, uh, although in the last five to seven or so years, uh, you know, we, we did take some guys from the Kansas Juco's on a yearly basis at Arkansas State. A lot of them were quality players for us. We took a couple here. Uh, but but it, the, the transfer portal has changed a lot of people's philosophy uh, just because they, you know, they they would rather go with a guy that's played at this level at least right. enough to know the competition and the speed of it, the academic aspect that comes with it. You know, junior college kids, you know, most of those are, are there uh, trying to just kind of get up to speed academically, and and that's not a that's not a challenge that everybody wants to deal with. Um, so, I it probably has hurt that that area of recruiting at the Division One level. I still think there's a lot of one AA and Division Two opportunities. For the junior college kids, but maybe not as many at this level as there has been in previous years.
0: Coach, uh, Utah State coach Blake Anderson joining us here. I'm, I'm curious. Uh, you know, when you're three and zero and you're flying high, and you lose a couple games, obviously it's going to sting. At the same time, I'm wondering if you just lost to the two best teams on your schedule. And that it gives you a read for the way the rest of this season can go. I don't know how much film you've watched going forward. How much you know Wyoming's off to a great start, to winning a lot of games. I don't know if you watched the film to really break that down. How much do you buy into all that line of thought, and how much film have you seen to, to back it up, or?
1: You know, I think what we 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 knew that the schedule was obviously front loaded with the Power Five opponent. Air Force, always quality football. Obviously, BYU and, and, and Boise, both their their records and their, their traditions speak for themselves. I, I mean, I do believe the league, as you look, anybody can beat anybody. I, and, and we're not going to out-athlete anybody, but I, I do think we'll match up a lot better second the second and half of the schedule than we did first half. I, I, there's a lot of people out there that would say we'd have been one and four at this point. We're sitting here three and two, so... In that sense, there's some positive energy coming out of the first half of the season. I mean, going to Washington State and winning, going to Air Force and winning, those guys may not lose another game. They're playing super good ball. Um, I think there's a lot of positive that we can drag from it now. We're frustrated about how the last two weekends went, but I'm way less frustrated about Friday night than I am the Boise game because I felt like we played really good competitive ball most of the night with a lot less mistakes, and we played a quality opponent that, Hadn't lost many games in the last two years, man. Eleven and one last year, and five and zero. So, I mean, you can you can take away a, 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 from a quality opponent loss as long as you play good ball. And I feel like that translates over to being a, a very competitive team over the second half of this season against conference opponents. that will look a lot more like us. Now, we still got to go out and play. And I haven't watched them all up close, but but I think I got a good enough feel for the league to know that if, if we play. We play good ball with high energy and, and and can reduce mistakes. There's there's a lot of wins left on our our schedule, and who knows if we might be right in in the mix of this whole thing when when the smoke clears.
2: We saw that Bonner went out. I think it was non contract contact. Correct me if I'm wrong. What's how's he play, uh, how is he doing right now?
1: You know, I think he'll be fine uh, by the end of the week. He's a little sore today. Uh, he got kind of. I don't know, kind of a push and a throw at the same time, a little bit of a hyperextension. Everything looks structurally fine. Uh, he, he felt better today than he did uh, on Saturday. Uh, he's a tough guy. He uh, it, A little bit it comes back. He, he took a big shot early in the year against Washington State. It's on that same leg. So he's just kind of, some of it's a little bit bad luck. But I would expect by, by the time we really get into UNLV prep uh, later in the week or early next week that, that he would be ready to go and you would expect him to play.
0: Utah State coach Blake Anderson joining us right here. So you've got – I I, I mean, just to put it in the simplest terms, you're not going to face another Tyler Algier, are you? I hope not. Goodness gracious.
1: That dude is uh, a load, and and not to mention he's got one of the prettiest offensive lines up in front of him anyway. So huge challenge. I hope we don't come across that combination again. Uh, It was obviously a challenge, and we did not do a great job of – I was slowing him down with the exception of just a few handful of drives. But, uh, I mean, he built built so well, and they do a good job with him. And he got loose when he absolutely had to and, and put it away for him. So, I, I would like to think we'll, we'll match up a little bit better moving forward.
2: So, this was your first in-person opportunity to have an in-state rival, especially at your stadium, and that was kind of cool because you can feel the energy there for sure. Uh, what are your thoughts about playing BYU going forward?
1: I I love that game. I mean, I know it's a challenge for us. And with them moving into the Big 12, you know, we would only assume that it would help their recruiting. But uh, I I love the in-state rival. The the atmosphere was absolutely unbelievable. Our fans, our student section, this place was rocking. Uh, You can see our kids get up for that game. Uh, It's a challenge, but it's a challenge I think we all look forward to. And to be a part of that kind of game is what, uh, to me, that's what college ball is about. And, and very few people really get that. Uh, I tell our kids, man, to cherish it and enjoy it. And we'll, hey, we'll, we'll get our wins. It'll be a challenge, there's no doubt. I, I get it. But we just need to recruit and develop. This is year one of, 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 a, lot of uh, a lot of work. And, and we're okay with that. So uh, I told the fans, and, and I believe it, just be patient. That, that game will be one that we will all look forward to each, each year. And, and I, I'm glad we have it. I, I would much rather have that kind of challenge with an in-state rival then not get to have that opportunity. So
0: I'm curious, you mentioned the student crowd. Did, did you lobby for the benches to change sidelines or is that just a coincidence that it happened the year it showed up and the year you showed up? Uh,
1: if it, if uh, it is a that, coincidence, that, was, who a lobbied that for. was a decision that I, I, I posed to uh, our AD and he agreed. He thought it was a good decision. I just feel like that you know, I, I want our guys on the home side. To me, that's the press box side. I want, I want the opposing team to have to listen to our student section for three and a half hours. and I want our student section to enjoy game day. And I think part of that is that's what kind of, like I said, high school and college ball is about. I mean, when you've got a student section like we do, man, that's a weapon. That's the 12th man. So it was a move we wanted to make. And, and I, think, uh, I think the student section has loved it. Our guys have, have enjoyed it and see the value in it as well.
0: Well, Coach, we appreciate a few minutes, as always, and uh, enjoy the bye week. It's a different kind of week in the middle of the season. We'll talk to you again in another week. Thanks a lot. Sounds good, guys. Appreciate it. There's Blake Anderson, head coach at Utah State, Tyler Algier. I hope not. Oh, I don't blame him. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Did ran for what? Two hundred plus yards? Two hundred eighteen yards yeah. and three scores. Oh yeah, he, he just—it's amazing. What a great, great story. Walk on linebacker, running back, linebacker, back to running back, and now, yeah, running back, NFL running back, NFL running back. Yeah, yeah absolutely, man. Good for him. Put in the work. That's what I've been talking about. So We've been talking about earlier. Put in the work. I don't care what it is. Put in the work. You're probably going to see the results. Maybe not to that level, but you're going to see good enough results. Got to stay with it, man. It's all about work.
0: DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Your feedback coming up next. Stay with us.